In three, two, one, action. What's up, guys? Welcome to another awesome episode of Fade In, a podcast where we talk about movies we make and movies we watch. Today is another different episode. It's another interview episode. Uh, last time I interviewed somebody who makes movies. This time I have two lovely friends of the show, now officially, who do a weekly podcast about video games. And I'm not going to butcher their introductions, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chad Michael Ennis. I am from the co-host of Respawn Aim Fire. That's our video game podcast we do once a week. And I'm Holden DePardo. I'm also a co-host of Respawn Aim Fire. We're on the same podcast, Chad. That's too funny. Oh my God, that's Small so crazy. World. Do you also have a Whoa. Mom? That's crazy. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. Put on your tinfoil hats, everybody. <laughs> We're going deep now. Uh, <laughs> turn on your Matrix screensavers or whatnot. Um Oh, good those are some good screensavers. Yeah, uh, oh, we have the same thoughts too, Chad. That's weird. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> are we all robots? We'll keep listening to find out. Well, if it's the Matrix, then we definitely are. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about podcast about the art of podcasting. I'd like to start a little bit with you guys, maybe talking about um, what made you want to do this. I think Chad knows that the beginning story better than I do. Apparently, I came to him and said, we should do a podcast, but I have no memory of this. <laughs> as far as I know, I just do a podcast. <laughs> That's always been a part of my life. So we both used to work together uh, in retail, and we would just talk all the time about video games. And then, yes, Holden one day came up to me and said, you know what I've been thinking about recently? We should do a podcast. And in my head, I was like, yeah, yeah, we should do that. Not even realizing the commitment that it was. And then like four months later, Holden was like, remember that time I said we should do a podcast? We should do that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We said we should do that. We should do that. <laughs> and then finally, we ended up making it happen. I don't know how long it took, but several months went by and we finally were like, let's just jump in and do it. We recorded a couple episodes, but I think it was just because we had, I, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I didn't have a lot of friends that I really enjoy video games. I didn't have a lot of, of friends in real life who enjoyed talking about them and the industry and um, playing them like I did. Uh, and then I found Holden, he really liked it as well. And then we're like, I wonder if other people would enjoy this as well. So we're like, let's just put it out there and see how many people we can get to listen to us. And we So did. that's how we started. Yeah, and we did. And it was pretty bad at first, but it got a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's kind of the story of like uh, my girlfriend introduced me to this band, but then now I think I introduced her to it. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, that's so cool that you guys met, met in retail. Maybe it was fate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like it for me, it started with I used to do short films a lot and the audio always sucked. And so my first venture into podcasting was like, I want to get better at uh, making files that have uh, the human voice on them and don't sound like I'm singing into a garbage can. <laughs> um, so uh, that was kind of the initial, I guess, quest for me. But then I kind of sort of fell in love with uh, uh, this radio 
esque long format way of just talking. And also it became an excuse to invite friends over and not have the pressure of like, oh I gotta I I gotta make sure everybody has fun. <laughs> 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 if anybody is listening and is thinking, maybe I will start a podcast. In your guys' opinion, what is something that you wish you had known when you first hit that big red button to record? I wish I would. Uh, I, I, so many people told me this, and I heard it from so many other online people. Just do it. Just start today. Yep. Start today. Mm. Yeah, I'd say don't get too wrapped up in like how good it's going to be initially. It's more important just to, to get started and then shape it as you go along. Yeah, and you're going to learn a ton over time we're still learning every day about oh man well wish we wouldn't have done that really crappily but um I, there's always an excuse for you not to do it and i i i enjoy like video and filming and things like that too and i had always like i want to make short films i want to make sketches i want to do all this kind of stuff but i'd always been like uh if I just wait till like I save up enough money for a little bit better camera or, oh my gosh, if I save up a little bit more money, I can also have a good microphone. And then if I save up more money, I can get a little, uh, and it just like kept extending it and not doing it. And it kind of same thing started with this is like, oh, we can get a mic and then no, we'll have two different mics if we wait a little longer, but just do it. There's an app on your phone called anchor.fm that is like the absolute bare bones. If you just want to record something, put it out into the world, it is perfect for it. it takes care of everything for you puts it out to services it's free and you literally just talk to your phone so no matter what you're doing if you're thinking man i wonder if i could do a podcast about blank or i wonder if anyone wants to know about my feelings on blank just do it yeah when chad and i first started i mean our format now is generally we talk about a, a new story then we go into what we've been playing we go into some new stories again then we have like a main quest like a main topic for the episode and then we have kind of like our fun games we play at the end when we first started off however it was uh, do you want to just like talk about these five things? I'll bring five stories. You bring five stories. But then we would like end up bringing some of the same stories. Sometimes we just weren't planning ahead a lot of the time. And it just ended up not flowing that well because we had no idea what we were doing. But it just kind of took us to say, okay, like we did that episode. We had fun. This is what was fun about it. This is what could have been you know, better. We need to be more organized. We need to plan ahead for more for the podcast and and make sure that each episode, we, we know what we're going to be talking about. And as soon as we started to kind of I think really thinking about what needed to get better, what needed to change and just letting that evolve over time and not getting too worried about it and just kind of letting it happen uh, naturally. That's I think kind of when it, when it got the best. That makes a lot of sense. And a lot of those points, I was uh, silently nodding to myself as well. Um, consistency over quality is always the case with these types of shows. Yep. To be uh, completely honest, that's something that here at the Faden podcast, we are trying to improve because uh, it's a little trickier to schedule to get uh, a bunch of crew to talk about their short uh, into one space to record it. Uh, but hey, uh, if you're listening, thanks for bearing with our schedules and posts and stuff. <laughs> I, I will echo that point for sure. Um you never feel that you're ready to create anything. So why waste time and let the anxiety build? <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah. I feel like consistent I feel like if I were to build like a hierarchy of things you need to do in in order, the very first one would be just start. Mm -hmm. And then I think yeah. you're right. The next thing would be cool. Once you've started making something, 
try to put more energy into making it more consistent. Yeah. And we even started our first year. We our first year, we called ourselves the occasionally weekly podcast <laughs> because we couldn't commit to actually making it weekly. Yep. <laughs> we were still pretty uh, good about it though. I mean, it was it wasn't we called it occasionally weekly, not because we didn't do it every week, but because we didn't have a set time. Like it could be Tuesday, it could be Friday. It just kind of depended on when we can do it. But I think we did a good job mm. back then though of still doing it every week. Not as I mean, now we're rock solid. Now it is every Tuesday at nine AM an episode uh comes out. Um I liked what you said, Christian, though, about that kind of anxiety though. Um, I think it's actually really important to have anxiety in situ- in, about this kind of stuff because as long as you're letting that in- in anxiety positively inform what you should be doing. Like, hey, like I didn't feel great about that. That's kind of that anxious feeling like coming up. As long as you're taking that next step and saying, I didn't like that and this is what I'm going to do to improve it, that anxiety can actually be really informative. You you have to let that anxiety push you to improve rather than paralyze you. Exactly. No, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for sure. that, that is an emotion you're having. Turn it into a positive one. Well, weirdly, in a way, after you're done, uh, even if, even if it's mild improvement, you kind of have a little bit of that feeling of like, huh, I conquered that a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> and that's always fun. Exactly. You've won the battle. Now you can win the next one, too. And you know what? One more thing I want to add to that. Making it easier to be consistent is you don't have to worry about having a co-host. You don't have to have somebody else to talk to, which is weird to to say. Yeah, I'm right here, uh, Chad. You're t- <laughs> <laughs> no, because I mean, you're talking to an audience, whether it's zero people right now or 10 people in the future or someday you're going to be really famous and everybody goes back to listen to it. You're talking to an audience. Mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, there are also just shows, though, that are just ago. one person talking to a camera into a microphone. Like, that's not a weird thing. Yeah. It's a very that's what YouTube is, basically. Yeah, if you're that's a very millennial thing. Yeah, <laughs> if you're thinking no one wants to listen to me talk about blah, blah, blah by myself. I mean, so many of our uh, one of our friends of our shows, EF Gaming, mm. Engaged Family Gaming, they uh, he also has every single day on his commute to work. He goes to Anchor FM. He talks to his phone about video games on his way to work, uploads it. And then because of that episode, uh, another person, one of our fans is just like, you know what? I'm going to do that too. And he started his own Dungeons and Dragons called Dungeon Driver. And he talks about Dungeons and Dragons and reads things from Twitter that people send him. And so you can do it by yourself. You don't have to be like, oh my gosh, I got to coordinate with somebody else. And we're going to make sure our schedules match up. And like, there are ways to make it work. Although I will say, um, whoever, for whoever's listening, to not record while driving. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely make uh, sure that you are fully attentive on the road. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say anything because I don't condone bad driving. I just don't drive. I just scream in a lift. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you get the driver to be the guest every week. <laughs> yep. And it's a shared lift, so it's always a, a roulette. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey guys, remember that last episode? Uh, that driver was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect those insane political beliefs. I'm sorry about that. I don't condone any of them. <laughs> Although I'd imagine if you actually recorded podcasts with Lyft drivers, you'd get an interesting swath of people with backgrounds. <laughs> oh, it'd be an interesting podcast. It might also be just a very uncomfortable podcast, depending well, on what you get. <laughs> well, that idea is free for anybody listening. Take that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but talk to me about when you were first starting, about what kept you motivated to go. Because what I, the story I hear often is I started and it was fun at first, but it got 
depressing because either nobody was tuning in or the initial spark of that idea fades. So what kept you guys going? Because now I believe this week you have 100 episodes out, which yeah. even to me seems like a crazy large amount. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think I speak for Chad here as well, but I mean, we're, we're really good friends and it's just fun. I mean, we would just end each episode, even in the early years, just filled with adrenaline, is so excited, just... It was always a blast. It was a highlight of the week whenever we record. And I think that's what kept us going. It, 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 it was never really about the view count. It was just kind of about having fun and getting mm-hmm. to talk about this stuff when we normally don't get to talk about this stuff. So I think it was just that. Like I got to do it with someone I really enjoy talking to. So why wouldn't I want to keep doing that? Mm. It, yeah, I feel like we would have had these conversations anyway. Why not put a microphone in front of us while we talk? Yeah, you double down. Anything is content. Yep. <laughs> Now, something else that I didn't expect to find so much joy in is that after we'd been doing this for a while, we started to get like little people that would not little people, the regular size people. (laughs) (laughs) Little Oompa Loompas loved our shows. (laughs) (laughs) We we started to get after a few months with like a person who was like actually talking to us on Twitter. It was like, oh, my God. Somebody's responding. This is cool. (laughs) And then a couple of people. King Snow. And then after we reached out on kind of funny. That's right. Uh, after we reached out on kind of funny, now we have so many people who are vocal with us. And that I think is like, you might get into that like second night slump, which is something in the, in theater, like opening night's really great. And then second night you have a little bit of a slump. Um, and so you kind of get into that second night slump where you're like, Oh man, I'm not quite feeling it anymore. And then you see all those people come in and start saying, Oh my gosh, I really identified with this, or this is really funny. Or, Oh my God, this part made me laugh. And that's like, holy crap, there are other people out there in the world who enjoy what we do and are connecting with us and connecting with each other because of us. I think it's so freaking cool. Oh, absolutely. So that's, that's like definitely given me a second wind in this whole thing too. From my perspective, that translates to your guys' podcast. You guys have a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. And I have found in my research for this episode that to be laughing along <laughs> in my car <laughs> listening to your guys' episode... Uh, about whether Sonic is larger than a softball. <laughs> um, Please don't wreck your car from laughter. Yeah, um, but we're glad you're enjoying it. Thank you. So yes. uh, that's fantastic. And also um, a thing that I always try to think about first episode of your podcast, probably not going to be great. You have to grow and learn before you can really say, all right, now I've, now I've got something here. And so you probably don't want the first impression to be your first attempt at it. Anyway, you want to have that growth and you want to make the content better. And so when you're, when you're on, you know, episode 30 and the sounds much better and the content's much better and the timing is smoother and you are laughing with your friend, then the listener's first impression is, oh, these guys are really good. There's a lot of times that I see like either on Reddit or whatever, people like, check out my podcast. And I'm like clicking the play button a little hesitantly being like, "Mm, what's this going to be? And I vividly remember checking out you guys and being like, oh, wow, this sounds good. Oh, wow. These guys have a lot of chemistry. Oh, wow. This is funny. The pacing is great. And that's because you guys put in those episodes of work in to make the podcast worth it. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of kind of going back and saying, hey, so each episode starts off with, you know, uh, 
us just talking about what we're playing like let's start with a new story and kind of like get things going that way and that will like flow in we spent a lot of time thinking about that structure and and just the how we lay out the episode like i said earlier like we used to just literally go in with just five random stories and say oh so this is what we're talking about no structure nor the story no order the stories we would be discussing about what we were going to talk about next during the episode (laughs) in the earlier years like yeah just a lot of going back and forth and you mentioned audio quality too. That is something that I very much like when I go to listen to other podcasts, it's something that I do take into account. Um, so it's something that I was very passionate about making mm-hmm. sure like, do I have the right microphone? Do I, am I editing this correctly? And, um, but I, I still don't think that that's more important than starting as soon as possible yeah. and being consistent. But I do think that it's a good goal because well, I would, if I'm listening to a two hour long podcast, I want it to sound good instead of being like a staticky, gross, hot trash mess. I guess but when it sounds good, <laughs> you sh- and I don't mean this to sound like the leaders or anything, but when it sounds good, you should be your best as well. Right? That doesn't sound as bad as I thought, but I was going to say it should be good. But yeah, just if you are, if you have good quality audio at that point, I feel like it's because you've invested in equipment because you know it's something you're doing. We mm. just bought are in I, I, you consider professional level microphones chad you you were the one who picked them out but they're oh yeah yeah they're, yeah. Pro, they're professional level microphones we didn't get them until two years in we were just using uh snowball mics basically um, up until then and i see people who will like as i work in a retail store still i'll see people who will walk in and say like hey i'm, I'm starting a podcast so i'm gonna buy a three dollar a three hundred dollar microphone and the arm that i can move it around with and i'm like whoa i don't even have that stuff i've been doing a podcast for two years slow down man yeah <laughs> I hear a lot of that kind of stuff. But props to Chad because a lot of that audio work stuff, that's that's all Chad. Chad does the technical stuff in the background. I don't know anything about that. So that's Chad's that's I'm his just business. So good. He's pretty amazing. He's pretty incredible. I don't know if I could call it my business, but it's long distant <laughs> high five, Chad. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Um I think the misconception that's out there is that like the gear enables you to have a good show where like the no. thing that I liken it to is that, you know, the microphone, the camera is like a paintbrush. You got to know how to paint. No, exactly. Yeah. You won't get good at painting unless you paint a lot and you won't get mm-hmm. good at podcasting or short films or anything art unless you do it a lot. People are like, oh yeah, as soon as I finally get like enough money to get a black magic camera or a red or something like that, then suddenly it's going to be, I'm going to have a great looking film. It's like, no, you got to start with what you got right now. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you figure out what you're doing and start to be good at it, then you can add the camera a little bit later. But also then, right. too, you'll, you'll know what to look for in that equipment you're getting because you know what you're yeah. doing as opposed to beforehand, you just end up buying stuff you don't need because you think you need it, not because you know you need it. If you have a $7,000 camera and you don't know what you're doing with it, it's still going to turn out like that. Yeah, like one of the people who came in the store to, uh, to get equipment for a podcast, he said that he wanted to get a camera to shoot 4K 60 frames a second. And I'm like, dude, that is insane overkill for recording your podcast that you've never even recorded before. It's it's like there's a reason that people hire directors of photography and audio engineers and they don't just rent the gear. <laughs> it's because, <laughs> right. like, you're not paying for my gear. Like you're paying that. for my eyes and ears. <laughs> yep. Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, y- you guys are building out this podcast. You're uh, getting some eyeballs on you thanks to the shout out on Kind of Funny and thanks to people interacting to you on Twitter and also thanks to your hard work. Do you have any 
plans? And if so, what are those for where you're trying to take the podcast, how you're trying to, you know, step, step up to the next level? What is the next level for you guys? Patreon, that's our next yeah. thing. And we're, we're thinking about it. But, what do we make these tiers? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's honestly a little bit more challenging than we thought because I think we just, at least for me, I have no clue how to handle Patreon. But I also don't do social media or online stuff that much. I'm kind of alien to that. But uh, it's, I don't know, it's weird taking that jump from doing mm. this podcast for free to, hey, do you want to give us money? That's, it's strange. <laughs> and what's weird is that like, We've been thinking of a couple of things like what if we did like video content like this or what if we did like a different type of podcast that you could only access? What if we did Patreon? And now we're starting to see our listeners like DM us and say, hey, I want to give you money. Or uh, this week, I've for the whole week, our listeners, if they write a tweet that says, I want from Respawn Aim Fire dot 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 and let us know what they want us to see, what they want from us in 2019, then they have a chance to win 20 bucks to their favorite gaming service. Like, and to see them say, oh yeah, we want a podcast where you talk about other shit. We want uh, to see you guys do game stream. You're like, oh, well, the things we've been thinking about are what they actually want. So that's kind of cool to see that line up. So we're, we're kind of using our audience a bit to shape where we think we're going to go. But I think Patreon is the very first thing and then figuring out what content goes on that. Yeah. It's kind of hand in hand with that too. But also we're the kick-ass reverend gaming podcast. We're going to be a little spontaneous. So you just might not know what's going to happen. <laughs> right. Well, if if you subscribe to the Respawn Empire Patreon, you get that exclusive podcast where you talk with Lyft drivers. <laughs> there you go. That, that's it. That's our first one. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, um, I know that we've had that conversation at uh, Connecticut Filmworks, which is kind of like the overall name for the creative stuff that that we do. That this podcast is under. It's um, gonna be interesting seeing how that journey unfolds for you guys. I'm really excited to uh, uh, listen in. I have one last little thing uh, that kind of relates more to video games than podcasting. Um, so if anybody's listening, video games aren't really that interesting to you, then, you know, you can go through the backlog of fade-in episodes. Uh, my last interview <laughs> was with the guy who did visual effects for big movies such as Guardians of the Galaxy, Pirates of the Caribbean, Harry Potter. So you can check out that interview in the backlog and many others about indie filmmaker stuff. But the last thing I want to do with uh, these two lovely boys is I'm going to flip the script on you and I'm I'm going to present you with some video game would you rather questions. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> boom, Very boom, good. Very kill. Good. <laughs> My first question, would you rather delete Smash Brothers from history or delete Mario Kart from history? This is easy for Ooh. me. I'm deleting Smash Bros. I know Bros. that for Holden, yeah. Hands down deleting Smash Bros. Yeah, I oh gosh, Smash is a very well made game. It's impressive to get the balance between all those characters. I just don't care. Mario Kart's can I swear on this podcast? Am I allowed to? Yeah, go for it. Mario Kart's fucking awesome. That game is the best. <laughs> I just love Mario Kart. And the new one, uh, well, the new one, quote unquote, Mario Kart 8 that came out in 2013, but it's the mm -hmm. newest one, is still like it's the best version of Mario Kart. It's fantastic. End of story. It's just really good. Smash, Smash was kind of a letdown. Uh, it's for such me. a hard choice for me because I love them both, but they're also both games that I play for like a week or two when they first come out and then never pick up again. But I love both of them so much. 
But I feel like I have more fun with Smash Brothers, so we're gonna delete Mario Kart. Chad, you're an awful person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Luchador Pikachu. I mean, so. to be fair, in this in this scenario, we're both terrible people. We both got rid of an amazing franchise. It's fading exclusive. The respawn aim fire hosts break up on the latest episode. <laughs> oh no, we've been through more trying things over. Than that. Nintendo oh, first party. You should party. listen to the episode where we debate whether Netflix should be on the Switch. That was maybe our most heated argument. <laughs> oh my god! I, forgot, oh. I was I was actually going to go back to uh, you thinking Breath of the Wild is boring, and that's like my favorite game ever. But that actually was a pretty good conversation. <laughs> that wasn't that hostile. Yeah. The Netflix one it got hostile. <laughs> <laughs> was the Tuesday after that a tough one? It's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. All right, that, uh, that's funny for me personally. Uh, I'm pretty evenly split. Um, it's really tough because both of those games define many a party scene for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but I think uh, Smash tends to be a bit of a bigger draw of like, hey, bunch of people are over. We're not really sure what to do. Boot up Smash. So I think I'll go Mario Kart, but that's a very razor thin margin for me. Yeah, I think I 100% agree yeah. with you. If you're if you're in a big group gathering, Smash is a lot easier and people have more fun with it, I think, than Mario Kart. Although, yes, Mario Kart is very fun in a group setting. Yeah, Mario of course. Kart has those nice assist options now, so it's gotten All better. Right. Well, uh, I'm just trying to defend Mario Kart because Mario Kart's the best. <laughs> no, of course. Mario Kart is fantastic. We're all evil people right now. <laughs> but you two especially are evil because you got rid of Super, uh, Mario Kart and not Super Smash Bros. Right, of so, course. Just, I'm all right with that. Saying. I think you're more evil than me, from I'm, my perspective. I'm, I'm just <laughs> slightly more okay with that. <laughs> Let's move on to our second one, which is, would you rather have Nintendo First Party on Sony and Microsoft consoles, or have Sony and Microsoft games on the Switch? That's a really good question. I would say Nintendo First Party on Sony and Microsoft consoles. Because mm. I like those controllers better. Both of them. Um, better than the Switch Pro controller? Uh, I, I I like the DualShock better than the Pro controller, yes. I was really talking about the Joy-Con grip or the Pro controller. Oh, all of them. All the Switch controllers are inferior. <laughs> and uh, But also the other way around. I mean, we've seen, we've seen Skyrim and Doom and Wolfenstein, and they came and went and didn't run the greatest, and they weren't the ideal versions of those games, so I feel like we would run into all of those same issues with Sony and Microsoft. I'm like, I'd rather have a, a stellar gaming experience on my 4K HDR TV. That, that's a fair point, where it's like, if I'd be playing The Last of Us on an airplane, I feel like I feel like I'd be doing it injustice almost. <laughs> also, can you imagine how great Smash Bros. Online would have been if it was on Xbox Live? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. To be no, I, I'll I'll counter that. I hate uh, the Smash Online. It's one of the big reasons why I did I got rid of it, but. That's just because Nintendo's. You software. got rid of Smash. You got I rid got of rid digital of digital download of Smash. That's why I he deleted delete it, it from my, history. <laughs> I, well, I also deleted it off my Switch. Um, Whoa! Because yeah, I know. Because um, the online, I never had a problem with the Nintendo Switch Online service connecting. What I had a problem was with how they implemented match or uh, playing with your friends over the internet. That's mm. what sucked about it, and. That's not an Xbox Live thing. That's the interface that they chose to implement within the Smash Bros. game itself. So I, I still think... They had to do the best with what they had. 
No, but it's it'd be a long it'd be a long rant. I won't. I'll, I'll spare you guys. But it's <laughs> so. Which one do you want? Switch on. Do I, yeah. So this is a really tough on one actually because I constantly say in the podcast all the time. Oh my gosh! I just wish every game should would come to the Switch, and that's totally true. But Chad makes a great point. I loved Doom on PS4 because I played it on PS4. I know it can do there. I, I never want to play that game on the Switch. So. Mm. Like yeah, it'd be great to play all those games in the handheld with the option to play it on the TV. That we're not doing Last of Us and Injustice. But damn, like Mario and Zelda, like Breath of the Wild would look gorgeous on a 4K TV running off a of PlayStation. Ugh, so I think I'm going to choose that option, even though because mm. the yeah. game, because all the games would be better and would perform at a very high level. Whereas on, on the Switch, they'd all be portable, but not necessarily playing the best they could possibly play. And, yeah, and if, yeah, and if yeah, everything yeah. was going to be on one console and I could only make the one decision, I'll just, I'll, I'll take the PlayStation. But wouldn't you want PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale on the go? <laughs> uh, I had that on my yeah, PlayStation Vita. Exactly, so did and I. I got a ton of that. Uh, play that was a great game. I loved that game. It's a, it's that. a misunderstood game for sure. <laughs> that's a good word for it. Oh, where's one really sad? This is I shouldn't even say this because people are gonna hate me for this. I think I've played more Battle uh Battle Royale All Stars than I did Smash Bros. Any any iteration of Smash Bros. Well now I definitely oh, can't man. upload this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get doxxed and people are gonna come to my house and <laughs> don't check Twitter for I'm the next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not hard for me. I'm like never on Twitter anyway. Fantastic. All right. Um, one last bonus one is, um, would you rather only play rhythm games with a controller or only play racing games with rock band instruments? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll take only that playing racing fun. games with rock band instruments because outside of Mario Kart, I never play racing games. And Mario Kart's all about <sighs> hecticness and mayhem, and I can't think of a more hectic way to play that game than with the guitar controller. But do you really want to hit the drums to turn? <laughs> Did you drift? Oh, I was thinking about the keytar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean I'm playing with either a guitar, or is fine. Like, do do a C major chord to turn you left? You use the microphone and you're just singing. Like, drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a crazy... Drift left! Somebody on YouTube plays Mario Kart as a one-man band uh, with all the rock band instruments at once. <laughs> They're all like oh strapped God. around him. Yeah. And like, you know, hit a little <laughs> drum pedal and all. <laughs> Throw the blue shell. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning. When you, when you get the star, you have to sing the invincibility song. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the, here's one problem, though, for Chad, if he chose that option, is he loves to, to talk with Daisy in, in Mario Kart. If you want to say oh, it, Chad, you can. Oh, all right. <laughs> What would that do with the Rock Band microphone controller? <sighs> that would hopefully just implode the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, those are all all my questions for Would You Rather. That was so fun to be on the other side of it. Yeah, Chad's never done it. Would You Rather before. Mm -mm. Uh, oh, interesting. So yeah, I, I've always been the one making. Up I the flipped the table on you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have any plugs. Uh, tell the people how they can find you online. 
Yeah, we are at Respawn Aim Fire on all the social medias, and you can find us on every large platform for uh, podcasting: iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, and if you want to interact with us, absolutely, we love it. Twitter's our most active platform, so that's where we are usually, mm-hmm. like responding to people. But we'd love for you to drop by, say hey, tell us your favorite part, reach out. If you want to be a guest, we're also like guesting other people on the show too, so that's fun too. We have a backlog of people to get through, but we'll get to you. And so the Twitter is at what? At Respawn Aim Fire. There you go. That just about wraps up this episode of the Faden Podcast. I want to thank the both of you for being on. Uh, very much appreciated, especially with the scheduling difficulties. <laughs> Our pleasure. Thanks for having us. You can find us also on every podcast app there is we are cross platform uh cross progression podcasting apps aren't quite a cross progression yet (laughs) but uh if you just uh remember four numbers in the time code then technically yes (laughs) Uh, that's a that's a little life hack for you podcast life hacks all right that should be a segment starting a podcast in one app and then go to another app to finish the podcast it's a lot more fun that way (laughs) yeah i actually did that today and i was about 12 minutes off (laughs) i was watching an episode of kind of funny games daily on youtube and then i was like oh let me just pick this back up in the podcast app oh yeah yeah i was i was way off i actually have done that with youtube before that's a good point Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, you, uh, you can find us on Facebook uh, if you search for Connecticut Filmworks, CT Filmworks. That's where we are most active. And again, it's Faden on any podcasting app. If you are interested in short films or or if you enjoy uh, incomplete reviews, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> tune in or sometimes interviews with people in the industry. So that's fun. Uh, so thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week question mark maybe (laughs) all right (laughs) bye